Joining me right now, back on the show, is UFC bantamweight Andre Yule. What's going on, Andre? You know, I'm over here living life, uh, thinking about bringing back the uh, Reebok boots, you know. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. What, you know, I was always wondering about the Reebok boots. Like, when are they going to, you know, actually, you know, introduce those to the, to the, to the athletes? See, now that's like the greatest question. I promise you, I'm like over there pushing it. Like, I'm whispering in their ears, letting them know, hey, can I walk them out? And they're like, no, not today, not today. Maybe next fight. So every fight that I end up having, I always approach them with that whole introduction of the, the Reebok boots. Yeah. So hopefully next time they might let me you let your boy on it. You know. No doubt. Well, you are always walking around with a smile on your face, man, and and you know it's good to see that for you know anybody to have a smile on their face, enjoying life. What's so? Why are you so happy all the time, man? Like, what are you enjoying about life the most? Well, one, you know, when you come, like, from, like, the background that I have, like, you know, one of those, put like this, I ain't supposed to make it, and everybody knows, like, where we're from and everything, you know, if you make it out, then, you know, you're, like, that light, and as right now, I'm, like, that light for everybody, because it, it ends up showing that, hey, if he can do it, we can do it, you know, but, and something always added, you know, always feeding out positive energy, I always get positive energy back. And not only the most positive, like uh, my lady that I'm dating and everything that I'm with, we're having a baby. So more positive news comes out, you know, so father soon be a father. So I'm happy about that, you know, so happy news there. Yeah. Congratulations, man. I saw that on your uh, Instagram, you know, 2020 April, your child will be born. That's incredible. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like straight blessings uh, to everything that, you know, I end up doing. So it only brings out uh extra edge to constantly keep pushing even harder you know even though i'm already pushing hard but hey if you am able to give extra two percent to 30 more why not you know keep going what has the beginnings of fatherhood been like for you you know going to doctor's appointments you know everything's new to you right uh well truly this is like the second go for me Mm -hmm. uh like you know like most people that have heard or know about my story from uh years back that I was like kicked out of my son's life and it was nothing but fighting to get back in. And truly it kind of made me like stray away from like even having more kids because I wanted to end up getting my, my first one back, you know, but roads and choices end up placing you in different predicaments and even better or placement, how you end up looking at it. And this where I ended up following me with the lady that I'm with right now, um, basically loving my life and everything. And for me and her to actually, unify and make something happen you know straight blessing there so for me to go to these doctor appointments it just ends up showing you that i'm happy because i don't know if anybody ended up noticing i know like a lot of ladies when they're like posting everything it's like yeah it's really shocking where you be talking to these guys and then nine months later they got kids and no one knows about it you know but i'm like the opposite because i like to post anything and everything that it got to do with me my woman and my you know the future child so it's like straight blessings hey yeah i'm about to show it i'm over here you know at the little first uh heartbeat and then whatever else follows up and everything you know so it's good news for me you know your personal life you have a lot of changes and you've had a lot of changes in your fight career throughout the last year because you made your debut i think about 11 months ago or 12 months ago or something like that in brazil exactly about a year yeah about a year and on the 22nd of september so about three days there's so much has changed, man. Like what, you know, what major changes have happened in your fight career in that time frame? Uh, what I can end up saying 
that from my first, second to third fight, it ended up uh, developing something new. And, you know, and it also like lets me know like, hey, I'm still human, you know, that like things can get to me and everything. And even if I end up trying to keep my mind like focused or going forward and everything or try to block out negative. But in reality, it's the worry or the world that we're in and the place that you're in, you have to face things, you know, and because like uh, earlier this year, I had like the whole court hearing and everything for my son. And it was like the last one that I had, which was like a few days after my birthday. And and I guess you could say that that being on my mind, my uh, December fight, and then the fact is in me following up getting like sick and whatnot and everything, I guess you could say that I was like the cause of it. And that was also a door opening of letting you know, like, hey, bro, you're actually human and you got to face these things, you know? And, uh, and it ends up opening the door where, you know, anything and everything you do, you got to be comfortable in what you're doing, you know? And, you know, if you don't have nothing, no comfortability, it can end up straining you in a different direction, you know? And it's like, for me, that's how it is. I got to look for comfortability anywhere and everywhere I go. So that ended up changing my mindset where I could and basically open up the door that I can get, always get better than anything I do, you know? So, yeah, always looking forward. In your first fight of this year, you know, UFC Greenville, you took on Anderson Dos Santos. Impressive unanimous decision victory over a, a tough veteran when you assess the performance you had of course there's highlights of it but what is something that you watched or re-watched about that fight and kind of you didn't like it so much you kind of critique yourself uh things i could end up saying it's um one i definitely could have in the first round i could have definitely uh pushed it and pushed the pace by finishing the fight you know uh i kind of literally went into that direction of finishing the fight but it ended up opening up the door where I didn't rush it, so I ended up taking the positive of that part, where that I can take my time and pick apart whoever I'm up against. Meaning, if I end up having the chance to honestly be me and be happy, it doesn't matter how long I'm in there or how, sh- how short I'm in there. As long as I end up end up being able to do me and enjoy myself, you're always going to end up getting the good ins and outs of what I what you know what I end up like doing. Uh, well, just thought, but hands down for that fight, I ended up understanding, like, I end up having, like, a, a good punch variety of uh, able to place on the table and a good output. And at the same time, able to take it away. And then the best part is, is that uh, me rolling with black belts. Like, people end up understanding that, like, uh, my, that last fight, Dos Santos, he was a black belt. And the first fight, you know, a black belt hit him. So this next one's even a black belt. And I'm kind of like trying to uh, place a point out there that I'm able to move with all black belts and that my ground game is 100% legit, regardless of how you end up looking at it, you know. So I ended up taking those little small things to let me know that, A, I can end up doing special things. And by me automatically being a crowd pleaser, I end up um, taking it just in that direction, you know. A lot of guys, when they enter the UFC, they seem like they're fully developed in their skills. And then they just kind of take that and try to go as far as they can. You seem like you're kind of like, on the other hand, another a different type of fighter where you're evolving each fight and you're kind of testing yourself with each opponent that you have. You know, it seems like that you have this unlimited potential. Do you still feel that when you go train every day? Oh, definitely. Definitely. And, you know, just like I ended up stating, like uh, everybody ended up saying like, uh, there's a Tyrone or Tyrone Woodley. Uh, he ended up stating like on one of the interviews about me, you know, that everybody has like a, a hole in their game, and it's about uh, 
basically adapting and changing things to make that side strong enough where you don't see those holes. You know, uh, if anybody ends up saying they say my ground game is my hole, but I'm working on my ground game every single day. I'm rolling with nothing but legit and basically amazing ground uh, fighters, hands down. Like uh, like right now, my professor Sean, uh, you know, black belt in uh, with by the Gracies and everything. So he's like on my bump. 24-7, doesn't matter how we end up looking at it. It's like anything, everything, or predicaments that he places in, it's like fight, competition, ready. Like, you know, uh, and people that are around it and around them and the other people that he ends up working with the bringing in, it's 100% that I'm automatically evolving every single day. Even if it's one by 1%, that 1% is better than I was yesterday. I'm going to take it, you know. Uh, but just like you end up stating how you look at it every day, I'm going to constantly keep involving in every fight. I'm going to always look better. I'm always, so every time I end up saying I'm going to be better than I was last, last fight, I literally need that. Like, you know, and that's even with the boxing. Like if there's a black belt for boxing, I'm a black belt, but I'm still looking for edges to get my boxing a lot better. The same thing with my ground and same thing with the wrestling and, kicks and everything else i'm always going to end up trying to evolve until that everybody recognized me as the best fighter in the world pound for pound and everything you know so just on that road to be the pound for pound you're boxing man it seems like nobody has an answer for that straight left hand down the pipe right it's just like hey. it lands all the time hey yeah i throw a conviction like you know like regardless <laughs> of the situation i'm about to throw it so now it's like up to you what are you going to do with it you know so well, I always end up telling um, telling people, you throw a commitment, you're going to land. Like, you know, and even if you don't land, you land because they're worried about it or they're weary of what what's going to end up coming next. And then what's coming next is back to the left hand. So do something with it, you know. So end up, uh, that's like a lot of work that I end up have to end up doing that. That's like a lot of twitch muscles and, you know, s- small little things, you know. So, yeah. Yeah, man. Your next trip to the cage, man. Tampa, Florida. Is there any connection to the state? Have you fought there before? Never fought in uh, Tampa, but I am a fan of Florida. You know, I was uh, used to visit like Melbourne, just to go over there. The, like I have like some uh, you know friends up there, so they're automatically good. Even the managers uh, from Miami, uh, so it's gonna be kind of like a little home, little get together because you know they should be all up there and everything. You know, so uh, Miami, Tampa. And that's beautiful out there. So I'm just excited about that. And then I'm hearing that they also got like amazing foods out there. So I'm like waiting to eat there too. You know, cause I'm already like on the weight cut. So I'm like already hungry, you know? So. All right. Well, you're taking on the biggest, I think, highest profile name, you know, so far. You know, aside from Hendon Burrell, Marlon Vera, your two West Coast guys meeting in the South to throw down. You know, what are your thoughts on this mess- matchup? Uh, I, I believe it's going to be very exciting. It's going to end up being a crowd pleaser, just the fact that he has his country on his back, you know. Uh, like, I'm already getting, like, messages and stuff like that. Uh, hey, you know, he's going to kick your, you know, kick my ass and all that other stuff. And then other stuff like, oh, you know, he deserves better. You know, like, they, they treat me like the underdog. And, like, you know, I end up understanding, like, uh, he's been in the game for a while. Like, you know, even though I'm older, but he's been in the game for a while. And... Truth be told, he should. I guess he should have a ranked fighter, but in reality, I should be a ranked fighter. If I would have started when he was there, or you know, that time, I'd be basically rolling in the same uh, dough as him, you know. Uh, but regardless of the situation, uh, it's nothing but respect to him. Uh, I actually know the guy, so he's pretty cool. Uh, 
and very friendly, kind of open, always want to smile. And, you know, when it's war ready, he's ready. So I know he's going to bring it. I'm going to bring it. So it's going to be like a, it's going to be an interesting and fun fight that even though the, his side don't much like me at the moment, but at the end of the day, like when I was in Brazil, they didn't like me. And then after we fought, Brazil loved me, you know? So it's like nothing but love when it comes into the cage, but business is business after that, you know, hopefully pound it and get some, uh, some juice together, you know, small things like that. Any, uh, you know, you, you mentioned some messages from his fans, like anything crazy, like you read it, you're like, what, what is this? Uh, not everything that their, their fans been like, kind of like saying, it's like, Oh, he ain't trash. And then like, a few of my friends will like jump in and be like, what you mean? He's actually good, you know, or uh, they'll be like, yeah, you know, he don't even deserve this. You know, Chico been here for this amount. He should end up having to rank honors and nobody he should have fought this person right here, you know, or, hey, he should be fighting sugar. It's like little small things like that. Or they basically dismiss me like I'm a nobody. But anybody and everybody knows like coming in, like I end up having like out of all the, the new ways, how you look at it. I had one of the toughest fights, like, you know. I ended up for my first debut was Hinnon Brow in his hometown in Brazil, you know, one of like, basically it's like a, a very, like a small but danger zone, you know, like people wouldn't take that and everybody else kind of had this other different routes. I went in the different one, you know, so I ended up kind of like proving my point there and then I ended up fighting, uh, you know, Dos Santos, same thing, proving the point, but ends up hands down, like people end up understanding that. There's always like backstories to everything, but the fans get into it. But it's always love with them because, you know, the fans always going to end up having an opinion on anything and everything. Because I already know after this fight, whatever my next one, they're going to end up talking down on that one too, you know? So it ends up happening until they end up realizing if you can't beat them, join them. And then next you know it, I'm going to be officially the Pitbull's champ because everybody's going to end up joining me and loving me, you know? And that's the other main, major goal being the Pitbull's champ. The Bantamweight division. If you look at it right now, it's kind of at a standstill with Henry Sudo out for the time being. Should do you think they should introduce a interim title? Uh, yeah, I definitely end up um, feeling that. You know, uh, but obviously before they do that, they should do it until I get there. You know, <laughs> when I get up there to the top, then it'll be like, all right, then we can introduce this. We can go ahead and play with that, you know. But regardless of the situation, when they do or they don't, end up. Holding the belt or not holding the belt at Mount Benton weight, the way they kind of look at it, it's if you're the one that bring in the crowd and people love you and, you know, you are the crowd pleaser, you'll be the next one challenging for the belt, you know. Like, uh, like say, for instance, uh, what's his name? Jeesh. Uh, now I felt bad. I got the picture in my head. He ended up fighting TJ for the belt twice. Forgot his dang name. Uh, Ah. Uh, I give you a break twice. Yeah, he fought yeah. TJ twice, but he lost twice. So you know, it was uh, but he beat Dominic Cruz. Jeez, man, it's like uh, tip of my tongue right now. Yeah, you're, I'm getting a blank too. You know, we should. Yeah, be he's doing saying, this. I feel like that felt bad. He's like, I know he's like ranked number eight right now, but uh, or actually four. Well, I don't know where we call it, but he's uh from um the right favors uh, camp. Oh, Garbrandt. Garbrandt, there you go, there you go, okay. TJ or. Cody, Cody. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like him, like right now, he was a crowd pleaser. No matter how he ended up looking at it, that's what made him get to TJ and for the belt. Or, you know, got to dominate for the belt. How he ended up looking at it, he got there because uh, he was dominated with, like, three or four fights. Crowd loved him, and it ended up making him, like, like he just skipped from, like, 
eight and got the title fight, and the next you know it, he was number one, you know. And that's our, yeah, got the Dominic Cruz out, ended up taking the belt from uh, TJ. So that's when it happened. So he ended up taking the belt, and then TJ came in and took the belt from him. But I ended up looking at it that at a, at the bantamweight, they look at it, you're, you're the crowd please, you're bringing people, and the, the fans love you. That's how you end up moving up in the ranks, you know. So just end up doing great, 100% finishes, because they obviously know bantamweights right now are kind of like taking over, if they haven't already, you know. There's this new title that they're bringing in at UFC 244, the BMF title, you know, Jorge Masvidal versus Nate Diaz. You know, a lot of people the feel bad like, <laughs> yeah, the bad yeah, that the title. A lot of yeah, people feel like they need this. Some people hey. feel it's corny, but you know, I think you you would kind of benefit from having something like this introduced because you have your you want to have the people's champ, right? The people's title. See, that's where we're at right now, and that's exactly what I'm going to end up bringing to the table when I end up fighting, and they get me on that, that on that mic. Hey, I'm aiming to be the people's champ, and I think there should be a, a people's uh, a people's champ title right now. Like they got you know they got the BMF one, so now we need the uh, the people's champ one. And, you know, and I, th- I feel like I'll fit perfectly in for that part, you know. So it'll be just like that. So, yeah, I'm 100% going to pitch that with my Reebok boots. Hands down. You feel it? Same time. Same Entrepreneur, time. Entrepreneur, man. Entrepreneur. Hey, Got to start it somewhere, you know. I love it. All right. One last thing before I let you go. You know, there are many different types of competitors in mixed martial arts. You know, some are martial artists. Some are consider themselves prize fighters. In this point of your career, which one are you? Martial artist. Hands down, because I ended up taking that down straight to the heart. Um, like I stated, I'm like a big Bruce Lee fan. Like I'm right now I'm even getting sponsored by a, a MMA dynasty. So like it's one of those everything and every product that they end up selling or they end up um, sponsoring me with and sending to one of my direction. It's just end up um, sending like straight from the roots, you know where where it all began or how I end up looking at it. And I'm a, I'm a straight artist because anything and everything I do, I'm learning. And yeah, you know, don't get me wrong, money follows, but I'm an artist. And anything I end up doing, I love art. So, and I'm able to paint my fists on people's faces. Picasso moment, I'm going to take it, you know? So yeah, definitely a martial artist. All right, man. Well, you get to perform some art on October 12th, UFC on ESPN Plus 19, Tampa, Florida. Thank you, Andre, for the time, man, and uh, good luck on the fight and your future. Hey, truly appreciate you. Thank you.